We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Lots to take in. I want to read this tweet again from Tom Lavero. We just wrapped up Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew's season-ending press conference. And, and for folks that are unfamiliar that's standard operating procedure that the coach and the general manager, sometimes the team owner, like when the Ravens do theirs at the end of the year, the team owner will be there. Um, that has never been the case in my years out here in Washington. Um, but Ron Rivera, the head coach of the commanders, and Martin Mayhew, the general manager of the commanders, just did their season wrap-up press conference Um lot to kind of take in from that. I don't know that it was a very ringing endorsement of offense coordinator Scott Turner. Um, that was probably the newsiest part. Uh, Ron was very noncommittal talking about Deron Payne or Cam Curl and getting contracts done for those guys. Um, said they're evaluating all their options at quarterback. Does sound like Howell will be a part of that evaluation, but very far. And I'd say uh, appropriately far from naming him the starter or anything. I don't think they um, should name him the starter, though. I, I agree. I don't think they should either. I think they should still be looking to add to the position. But this stood out to me, um, and I think it stood out to others. Um, Ron Rivera said "It's it, you don't always judge a season on the win-loss record um, as far as how you judge growth. And I, I kind of get what he's saying. Some young players did grow this season, but you, you can't keep telling me that you're getting over a hump and the results are largely the same. I don't think the general, in a regular general manager situation, the general manager and the owner judge it based off of the results, and the results are wins and losses. And as Tom stated in his chat in his tweet, Ron stated the same thing at the beginning of the season. Why all of a sudden now is not based off of wins and losses because you didn't have the wins and losses that you thought you would, or that you thought you should, or you need to have. That's why it changed now? Don't know. Um, you know, it's interesting. Let's go to these phone lines, B, because I imagine a lot of people have a lot they want to Oh, there are a lot of people say. upset. Uh, I also, I want to, I definitely want to check in with Jeff and Landfill on this. But l- let's, uh, let's start with my guy Knowles out in Chicago. What's up, Noel? Hey. Hey, guys. Uh, first of all, uh, belated Happy New Year. First time calling in in the new year. Um yeah, so the main takeaway I got is Deron Payne's gone. He's gone because of the games that they continue to play with a lot of guys that have contracts that are up. They don't give them the respect to just say, we really want him here, we want him here badly, and we'll do everything we can because he was a big player for us. It's not that hard to say. And they just refuse to say that with Sheriff, with Trent, and with now with Deron, so he's gone. And then the last thing I just want to say is these guys just seem really content on just coasting yet again and just doing – the things that they want to do when it comes to the quarterback position and just building the team. There's no urgency on their end to try to really, really win next year, and it's kind of sad. 
So I'll just leave it at that. Thank you, you guys. Love you right, guys. Man. Thanks, bud. I um, they do seem a bit content, B. And, and I think, listen, you know Martin well, and you know Ron. You've known Ron for twenty years, probably longer. I mean, he coached in Philly when you were on that staff, and and I know that linebackers coach probably have some overlap with special teams coverage. Um, both of these dudes are hardcore competitors. I, I think we have to remind ourselves of that. You know, these are guys that have Super Bowl rings as players, but but it does. Whether it's just their public appearance or the perception they want to to give out is that they are content with what's happening. Well, I I'm going to say this, and this is me with my belief. Ron is the one making all the decisions for the most part, and I believe that you go into that thing. Martin is in a bad situation. He's a general manager that is in second command to a coach. And the coach is setting the tone. I can't I, – I, I, I am in many, many arenas that said like that, and I get to hear a lot of different things. That quarterback thing was Ron. Okay? Yeah. And, and, and you, once you get that, and I, I don't think what we expect, Ron to say something and then Martin's going to go totally against it. I think if it was different, Martin would be setting the tone. Right now, Ron sets the tone for every one of these press conferences that go up. Agreed. And I think that's where we, we can sit up here and we can let them play this little game with us. Let's get off of the day. What the hell was said, Ron is the one pushing and believes in. And when you're winning and losing, you're ju- as a coach, you're judged by wins and losses. Don't no owner want to hear you say, oh, so-and-so got better at a uh, cornerback. Did we win? No. That's what they care about. So, it like, I had Devon just hit me saying, you know what, all, it's nothing but excuses. I got other texts. It's nothing but excuses. This is what people are now starting to see. Like, fans are getting fed up with the mediocre average season because in the long run, the wins and losses is what damn matters. We said, we said successful season was getting to the playoffs. And winning no, a playoff said winning game. winning a game. Yeah. And, and winning a game. We just heard the supposed brain trust tell us it's okay. We beat Dallas in the last game. What I told you when I first got here, people tell me, man, if y'all, if y'all win two games and lose the rest of them, I'll be happy. As long as y'all beat Dallas twice. And I told them, get the hell out of my face. That's not how I think. I want to beat every damn body. I'm not worried about just beating the – so we beat Dallas, so that 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 ends the fact that you made a, a bad mistake. You made the wrong choice the week before. Those guys played their butts off. Go, I would love to watch the game. I love to watch the Cleveland game and then watch the Dallas game with them. And I will show him where the different level, your know, body language is totally different in those two games. I will show you effort is different in those two games. You know why? Because the players, when they go into the game, and they feel they have a chance, they're going to ball. Them players didn't feel they had a chance when you made that choice to go with Carson. I think you can see it. Um, let's go to Mike in Manassas. Mike, what'd you make of Ron's press conference to end the year? Hey guys, uh, good morning to or good afternoon to you. Uh, I'm a 50 year fan, and that was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever heard. Um, I uh, Brian took away all my stuff about. Uh, how they were going on about the running game. Mark Mayhew 
best season was when he was here with the Redskins. Uh, Chicago had Walter Payton. I mean, that's just ridiculous. That's not what the game is for. And if it and if it's that's the game, why in the heck did you take a wide receiver in the first round? Why did you take an offensive lineman? That's one. Two. Um, it is so embarrassing to hear them start talking about developing a third round, uh, a third string cornerback. And they even had to go to McCain, who's been here for uh, two years, as somebody that's doing a good job in developing. You know what? The most important part is a quarterback. And your quarterback is learning from your other quarterbacks. They need to get somebody in there to teach the quarterback. They need to commit to how for next year. And if that doesn't work out, they need to sign their, they need to sign Payne, they need to sign Curl. And if it doesn't work out with how, you at least gave them a shot. That's why you brought them here. And then the following year, you go hard after Caleb Williams or uh, the guy from Arkansas or somebody. I mean, it is embarrassing to hear them talk about, yeah, we developed, we developed. Well, you know what? You developed the third-string quarterback. Who gives a crap? Let's, you know, he didn't. He washed right over um, uh, the cornerback, Jackson, the quarterback, the two offensive linemen he brought in. I don't believe these guys know how to evaluate talent. You know, it's embarrassing. It is absolutely embarrassing to hear them talk. I'm out. Thanks for the call. It's a good call. And, and I mean, the lack of accountability continues to be remarkable. I think it was standing. Ben Standing from The Athletic asked him, hey, you know, how do you feel about not trying to get a deal done with Deron Payne this time last year? And Ron was like, you mean using hindsight? Dude, maybe we need some hindsight around here, considering how much hasn't gone well. We talk so much about how players ball out in, con- in con- contract years. Hindsight works. Many, many, many of these people won't let that happen. They go, okay, if we offer them now, it'll be a little less. If they had signed a deal last year before the season started, I guarantee it's 3 to $4 million less. Dude. Maybe a lot less. I mean, between his performance and the increase in the cap and the increase in the tag, I mean, they got Allen locked up for 18 a year. Last year, if you had gone to Payne and be like, listen, man, we love you, we want to take care of you, but we don't think you're quite John, but we'll go to 17 and a half, maybe you get that done. Huh. I don't. I, maybe you don't because he's got smart agents and smart people and, and maybe he was willing to bet on himself and 100 other things, but – that's why I wanted to talk about Cam Curl. Because with John and with Terry, you were willing to identify and publicly say these guys are part of what we want to do. Say it for Cam. Yeah. And like they, but see, it's the thing about it. You can't tell me, well, you know, we don't want to. We're telling people what we want to do. You did it before. And it worked. Why can't you do it I again? Mean, <laughs> if we're going to go back in time like that, last year you told everybody you could that you were looking for QB1. Did that help your bargaining position? <laughs> Let, let's keep these phone lines going. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Let's go to uh, Enan in Nashville. What's up, Enan? Yeah, appreciate you guys taking my call. So the, the lack of accountability is like the <clears throat> the biggest thing for me. It's been there since year one, and it's it's absolutely insane that he's still here. And then him saying you shouldn't be graded on wins or losses of course you shouldn't because you wouldn't be here if you were. Um, and I, and the question for you guys is you have a job to do, but what can you guys say to make us 
your fans be excited about seeing the same regime here for a third year. I mean, we just went through five years of Jay Gruden, and I didn't even – I didn't dislike Jay Gruden as much as I do Ron, the coach. I think Ron, the GM, or the Ron, the person, is a great man, but as a coach and the GM, he's just very terrible. Like, what can you say next year? You're going to be right back here at the beginning of training camp, OTAs, to try to get us excited. And No, I'm not going to try to get you excited. I'm going to tell you the exact truth of what I believe no, every time. He would like he would like. You're Ron talking about the Ron that. to say that to you or us? No, I'm talking about you guys. Like, cause you're gonna. I'm gonna tell you if I tell you something. If I think something stinks, I'm gonna tell you it stinks. If I tell you something is good, I'm gonna say it's good. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not gonna BS you. Ever. And you I always think. do. And you know, and that's why I listen to the show all the way in Nashville, and where I'm with a team in Tennessee who is constantly mediocre. So I've seen it, and I see it with my team too. So, what I mean, the same regime. We're gonna have to be excited for this next year to go through the same thing. It's just another lame duck year, of course, but. Somehow we're going to have to get excited again for it next year. Thank you for the call. You know, um, you know it, it is hard to expect a ton of differences, frankly. I, I think, obviously, quarterback could change it. But, like, B, I mean, do you have a lot of faith that there's going to be some massive quarterback change? Because I, I don't. I don't like, see anybody like, out do there you, that we really can say, you, let's go get this. I'm going to be so happy. Right. Like, I, I, there's more and more mock drafts have them drafting uh, Anthony Richardson, for the quarterback from Florida with the 16th overall pick. I, I, Richardson has a mil- – I'm looking at a USA Today mock draft, right, that has them taking this. Um, Richardson has brilliant talent, big arm, ton of speed, 6'4", 230. Trying to remind you of somebody else. Cam Newton. Yeah, but he's he's a better thrower, I think, coming out of college. But – Yes, sure, but like, I don't know that they're going to do that. I, I just, if, if people are wondering why they should be excited next year, I'm not sure I have an answer for that. I think they're going to continue to play good defense. Um, I like the skill position weapons. I, I, I One thing I tried to ask, and Martin kind of gave me something, was, hey, when are you guys going to start taking care of your cap because we went through the numbers yesterday b i mean there's a lot of veterans with big cap numbers that i would expect a restructure or an outright release mm-hmm. with 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 some haste right like yeah some of this stuff like you want to get a curl deal done ron said today that we got to address center well i can't chase Rude is a really nice guy but you, you can clear seven million dollars in cap space and he's had massive injuries the last two years with no guaranteed money. Like, some of this, I, I, you want to be fair to the guys and appropriate, but, like, they shouldn't be heading to Indy with, uh, of the top seven or eight guys on their cap, they should be clearing four or five of them. Oh, yeah. And it's not Listen, really man, that complicated. If they had come out today and said, we letting Carson Wentz go today, I, I don't know if you could let him go today if you got any kind of hindrance from the rules, but... He should have been let go Sunday. Because you, you're going to need that money to bring players that are going to help you next year. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. What do you think of Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew's press conference today? Let's go to Jax in Landover. What's up, Jax? Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing, man? We're good, man. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good, bro. Hey, listen, man. I love you, B. Mitch. I'm telling you, man. You tell it like it is, man. No, no pulling, no, no chicken wings, no arms, no elbows. You tell it just like it is, man. And and, and you know what else? <laughs> like I listen to, I listen to uh, 
Coach uh, Coach Tomlin, when he gets up there, that dude holds no punches, and he always says no excuses. And even when they ask him if a person, if a particular player is out, he says the next man up. And I don't understand why our coach. Uh, uh, Riverboat, whatever that dude's name is, if that dude, why he always betting on the fact that he want to make excuses and tell that, okay, we because of this player, we couldn't do this. Because of this player, you know, they all Doc used to say, put them jokers on bubble wrap. That's what they do, man. They just they they just full of excuses, and I'm freaking tired of it, Joe. I'm saying I'm great. I'm great. Grab a drink and listen to y'all. I'm out. All right, man. <laughs> it's uh, it's almost Friday. Go get some Scotties, dude. Right. Um. One thing that I couldn't help but notice, B, and and this is almost just in the NFC East, just in the NFC East, Uh okay? If you look around, um, Giants offense coordinator, I believe it's Mike Kafka, teams are calling, requesting to interview him as a head coach, Mm -hmm. right? Um, The Panthers called to ask about Mike Kafka. The Texans called to ask about Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. Texans, Panthers, and Colts all requested permission to interview Eagles offense coordinator Shane Steichen. Um, the Cowboy, the the Broncos have asked the Cowboys if they can interview Dan Quinn. The um, Kellen Moore and Wink Martindale are expected to get interviews as well this offseason. What does that tell you? The other three teams in the division, and if you can't eat in your division, you're not going to eat, right? All of these other teams have staff members that other teams are considering hiring as a head coach. Yep. Nobody's calling Ron. You know why? Because wins and losses matter. That that matters, man. Adjustments matter. The way you go from week to week matter. The way you adjust when you got different people, personnel in certain positions, it matters. See, he can sit up here and give us that BS all he wants about uh, wins and losses don't matter. It matters to everybody except him. And it matters and to him when he stated it in the, in the offseason. In the beginning of the season, you're going to judge me based off of wins and losses. And that's how it should be. That's his words. Now you're to the point where it did not work out. And now you don't want to be judged by that. Let's keep the phone lines going. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. MGM National Harbor listener lines are open. What'd you make of Ron Rivera's answer on Scott Turner? You'll hear that specifically when we return. Before we run, though, I got to tell you guys about my spot over at Rudy's Golf, the go-to number one spot for golf and entertainment in Kingstown, Alexandria. Whether you're fine-tuning your golf game, you really want to work on your game, they've got heated bays with top tracer technology. You can just sit there and pound balls for hours and and work on your 7-iron, hit the driver, whatever it is you want to do. But if you're looking for some fun, too, they've got exactly what you need. Double-deck driving range, top tracer technology, heated bays, two putt-putt courses if you want to bring the kids. Full restaurant, full bar. You can set up all the different games, all the different points. You can bet on it with your boys. You can bring your family. It is fun for everyone. Rudy's Golf in Kingstown, Alexandria, Northern Virginia's new home for golf and entertainment. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. B. Mitchell Finley, 1067, the fan. A lot of people want to talk, B. Phone lines are lit up. Call us if you want, 800-636-1067. Brian, we're going to get the audio here in a minute, I think. Um, I think I'm going to name co-MVPs of that press conference. David Aldridge and and Barry Sverluga asked really good questions. Mm -hmm. Um, They're really smart people. I'm not surprised. Um, I believe it was Barry, hopefully I'm getting that right, that asked, um, you know, how do you view the performance of Scott Turner this year? Mm-hmm. And Ron said, I think Scott did his job and did the things he tried to do, so we're going to self-evaluate and go through that process. Um, B, if, uh, if CK was given a press conference and he, said, and he was asked, hey, Chris Kynard, what do you think of B. Mitch and Finley this year? And CK said, I think B. Mitch and Finley did their job. How, how would that feel? I wouldn't say it well with me. I'd be like, I'd be knocking on his door. Yo, yo, what you really feel? Were we good or bad? Let me know. Because I don't um, see when you just say I did my job, then I wouldn't know how to fix or, you know what I'm saying? And if you told me I was good, I'm like, how can I even get better? You know, but if you just say I did my job, then I'm like, okay, that's not any kind of like, you know, support. That's not like saying I did good, did bad. So I don't know what to do to improve. If your wife uh, makes a nice meal, like my wife makes great chicken parm, and uh, and she serves the chicken parm, and she says, hey, what do you think? And I said, this is a meal. I don't know if that would go <laughs> it, great. It, it's high. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is chicken parm. Um, let's, let's, let, let's hear it directly from Ron. Um, I believe Mullins has the audio. And how did you think Scott Turner did as offensive coordinator this year? I think Scott did his job, did the things that he, he tried to do, and, you know, we're going to self-evaluate and go through that process. He. Mm. <laughs> um, I think going into today's press conference, we, we all kind of understood that – if there really is a change coming, I think a change at OC is the only one that I think really anybody expects. Um, I don't know that I expect it based on that. It's also interesting, Brian, because if you, if you 
if you look at all the numbers, um, and, and Russell did a really good job of this, and I want to credit him. Um, Chris Russell, you, at WrestleMania 621, um, kind of broke down all the, the, the numbers. Um, and I think he got this from Pro Football Reference. Um, on the season, the Commanders ran the ball 538 times. They threw the ball 554 times, plus there were 48 sacks. So you had 600 total, 602 rather, total pass plays called. Um, that, that equals out to uh, 1,140 offensive plays. You had 52.8% pass and 47.1% run. Frankly, I look at that, and I think it's pretty damn balanced. That's, I mean, that's, you're at, that's as close as you can probably get. Right. You're at 53 to 47, and you got to remember – they got their ass kicked a few times, so there's going to be some games where you're trying to throw just because the game mm-hmm. uh, game situation dictates it. Um, that's really pretty balanced. Ron, during his presser, said he wants to run the ball at a two to one pace. I don't uh, think that's possible. That's just not plausible. You, you, you know what, But let, let's be real, and, and I've said this over and over, Jay. I understand his mindset, but you go play against Kansas City, okay? And you get the ball, and you go. To, to, you carry you carrying it two times more than you are, I mean, two to one. You get to the end of the thing in the you, what, you, what he should have said. We need to improve red zone. You get in the red zone, you kick a field goal. Okay, you took seven minutes off the clock. They get the ball, they start throwing the ball. Boom, boom, boom. Three, three plays, they scored. Okay, it's seven, it's seven three. They leading. You get the ball back. Okay, and you go down there, you running it, running it, running it. You take another what seven, eight minutes, six minutes off the clock. Get another field goal. They do it in five plays this time. They got a touchdown. It's 14 to 6. What the hell are you going to do next? You're going to keep running the ball or you're going to start throwing it? And if you don't have somebody who legitimately can throw it, you got a damn problem. Because what most teams that play, teams that run the ball that they do, we're going to get up on you. And then we're going to see if you're going to come back running the football. And then now you try to throw it with a, with a subpar passer, and then you end up losing that football game. So I don't care about the we want to run. It better be somebody back there that can throw the damn football. And of the offensive struggles, I don't know that Scott Turner is a great play caller. I think he comes out with good scripts on his first 15, and and I've talked to him about this. Sometimes I wonder if he is setting stuff up in the first and second quarter to to activate in the third and fourth quarter or to activate three weeks from now when you give a similar look. Like, I, I don't know all that, and there's some intuitive feel things that have to be incorporated with calling plays, and... If you have, I think I think there's real questions warranted there, but I also think they got subpar quarterback play for the vast majority of the season, and they traded for a player that I frankly don't think Scott Turner really wanted in Carson Wentz, and they completely inadequately tried to rebuild their offensive line on the cheap with veteran players they knew, and it was a mistake. It didn't work. So, of the offensive woes, and there were plenty, I do think Scott Turner's a part of it. I don't think he's the majority, but maybe that's like what what we say about Arizona yesterday. They fired Cliff Kingsbury and they fi- they fired Steve Kime, their GM. You know why they fired those guys? Because they can't get rid of Kyler Murray. So maybe Ron is going to get rid of Scott Turner because he, it, it's a lot easier doing that than it is finding a quarterback and rebuilding your offensive line. Mm. I'm not sure that Turner is the definitive problem, but he was part of a problem. I'll say that much. Yeah, he's part of it. You know, JP, I, I put a post out on Instagram and Twitter that uh, Martin and Ron are going to be talking. And I keep having notifications pop up. And the first notification, it hits me and it goes, did Ron and Scott get fired yet? 
<laughs> and the rest, the Ron, I started looking. At I don't think Ron's others. getting fired. I started man. looking at others, and none of them are positive. I, I've said this all along. I don't think Ron's going anywhere. I, you, I think, just, that's cool, but I'm saying I'm letting you know what people think. Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. So let's let people speak here. Let's go to uh, our guy Lou in Silver Spring. Lou, what did you think of Ron's comment on Scott Turner? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for uh, taking my call. Yeah, um, always good to hear. From so you. I, I, I have zero faith in in this uh, staff to. Uh, evaluate or develop anybody. Um, you know, uh, Mayhew was a top guy on a zero-win Detroit team, and, and Marty Herney was running a radio station or a podcast or something. These guys wouldn't have jobs if it weren't for Ron's nepotism and, and just kind of have, you know, doing favors for his buddies. Um, you know, so it, we're really in the situation we're in because of a compound of, of bad decisions by Ron Rivera and, and, and that whole, you know, you said it, uh, uh, Brian, you mentioned Cam Newton. I would argue without Cam Newton's pure athletic talent that Ron would have one or zero winning seasons. Did they develop Cam Newton? Hell no. If they did, he would still be in the league and, and be a better passer than he had been. They didn't do anything to develop Cam Newton. So I have zero faith in their skills to do that. Um, you know, it, it just we are where we are because of all of those decisions that Ron make. And if you want to be a run first team, uh, you know, I don't think Scott is the guy for that. It seems like to me he wants to you know have long developing plays, drop back and throw the ball forty times. So did anybody tell Scott that we're supposed to be a run first team? So I, I just I think we are where we are, and, and I'm supposed to trust them to self evaluate the job that they've done for the past three years. You know, he believes that we took a step forward. Well, I believe that I'm 6'3", but I'm not. I'm 5'10", and that's the reality <laughs> of it. So thanks a lot, guys, and uh, great show. All right, bro. Appreciate you. That's a great call. Thank you, you Lou. Um, very, very good call. MGM National Harbor listener lines are open, 800-636-1067. Let's keep it going. Uh, the Rock, Rock in Capitol Heights. Rock, what would you think of Ron's comments on Scott Turner? Below average. Um it's below average because of the fact that I think Ron has been winging it for the last couple of years, man. Um, expecting, you know, it's, it's like insanity. You know, you do the same thing, expecting different results. Um, once the new, uh, I guess, if they decide, I mean, when they decide to uh, sell the team or when they sell the team, I think Ron is gone and Scott Turner is gone. Um I'm tired of them glory days. I love the glory days. I love Neanderthal, uh, Doc Walker. I love Joe Theismann and all them. But we need some champions now, man. You know, it's, it's, it's about what have you done for me lately. Um, we just got to we, we, we gotta get it right, man. Um, but we got to get rid of these guys, man. That's not doing anything. Um, thanks for my call. All right, bro. Thanks, thanks Rock. Um, I did that. Yeah, we got to do bless. something, man. Not people getting pissed off at the uh, the old school dudes that were winning. I, I don't like that. Landfill, I mean, we know who to blame here. It's the alumni. No, it's not. For sure. No, it's not. It must be the alumni for the Chicago Bears. Uh, <laughs> um, I, You know, that was a good call from Rock right there, right? But he's talking about Joe Theismann. I think it's been 40 years since Joe Theismann played football. But that's what he's saying, though. He's just saying that. We want some winners right, like, now. People are always dude, concerned about the you, the old school not, stuff. But, I mean, when you start getting mad at the 
at the <laughs> alumni because this team not winning. Hell, we're going to put our foot down. We'll get some changes for this damn thing. I, I, I mean, I, I don't think we're being impatient anymore. I think we've been very, very patient. Very, very patient. Um, phone lines are lit up. I want to get to the chief BS officer real quick of the Beamish and Finley program. And the, the CBSO, of course, is, is Jim Andrew Mullins the VIII. Um, Landfill, as the CBSO for the program, what did you hear today? Um, I heard a lot of nonsense. The thing that I in particular didn't like was when he said that they shouldn't judge uh, the team and the coaches in particular on wins and losses. That I mean, I was just completely flabbergasted after hearing that. That's a tough one. That is a tough one right there. Um, it's going to be a statement that come out and say, I didn't mean that like y'all took it. <laughs> um, phone lines are lit up. We're going to keep them going. Our boy, Garnet Hathaway, live at 1 o'clock. I'm fired up for that. Um, we got 100 phone calls. We're going to go maybe speed round or we'll go back to the phones at 1.30. But we're taking them next. Do not go anywhere. Let's see what the folks believe. Let's go to my man Terrell and Bowie. Terrell. What'd you hear when Ron talked today? Man, a bunch of bull, man. You think we stupid. You know what I'm saying? You just think we stupid, man. I'm tired of the same old thing. You know, what's up, B. Mitch? What's up, J.P. Mitch? What up, bro? That first, yeah, long-time caller. First, I mean, long-time listener, first-time caller. But, yeah, man, it's the same old thing, man. He he don't keep nothing real, man. He don't keep it 100 at all. You know, you think we stupid out here, man. It's simple, man. Far as the far as signing the players, man, you gotta sign Deron Payne. You gotta sign Curl. Just say it. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to have uh, Wentz back, so that's gonna free up the money. You uh, bring back How. You got uh, Heineke, and you draft. You evaluate. Get a good quarterback. Bring in somebody to evaluate. You hire a person that knows how to evaluate. Cause they don't. You know what I'm saying? But you just just deal with the draft. No free agency. No more. No more free agent quarterback. And you build all what you I got. I asked that. With the yeah. money toward. I, yeah, you did. And he ain't got to learn. Got to learn from history, right? Thank you for the call, Terrell. Yep. Appreciate you, buddy. Um, I, I want to try to get a bunch of phone calls in here. My guy Tim is in Connecticut. Timmy, what up, man? Hi, JP and B. Mitch. What's up, man? Thanks for, take, thanks for taking my call. Fundamentally, I don't believe in Rivera as a talent evaluator. Um, he's let a number of positions lapse, like uh, the O-line and linebackers. Uh, you know, and it finally cost the team uh, this year. We needed more uh, cornerback depth, too. So, you know, regardless of what he did or did not say today, I just don't have faith in him in evaluating the players. Appreciate you, Tim. I I'd have a hard time looking at it otherwise. I mean, if you look at some of their biggest money free agents, I, the biggest move they've made now is Carson Wentz, failure. Uh, William Jackson III, failure. Um, they have had, they have hit on some stuff. Um, they have hit on some stuff. You, you know, uh, Logan Thomas, J.D. McKissick, both those guys have since missed a bunch of time with injuries. They've hit on some draft picks. They've hit on some late rounders. Um, I, I would say that, you know, Jahan Dotson was certainly a hit this year, but a lot of questions, man. A lot, a yeah. lot of very fair, very fair, reasonable questions. Yes, man, everybody um, got the same uh, goal at hand. They want this team to win, and I think they have to understand that it's been it's been bad for so long. And then you come in 
with this like godlike savior like mindset, and you 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 I'm gonna change the culture, do this that and the other, and people are waiting to see something change, and I think ultimately when it doesn't change, they're gonna come back at you. So people have the right to ask questions, and they don't, and it's not gonna always be something that's in line with what he believes. Like my whole thing, if I see Ron today, I'll go up and talk to him. Hey, how you doing? Because my judgment in football is a part of my life. But I have no problem talking to you. But the main thing about it, when, when it comes down to football, I'm going to tell you the truth. If you ask me a question, what I think, oh, I will. I, will, I got a lot of stuff I can tell you. But they will never ask me what I think because my answers will not fit what they want to hear. So they could go and say, well, I saw and saw and he said this. Well, so-and-so, B. Mitch, will tell you the truth. You've done a lot wrong. you got to correct some things. you got a lot of people that were on your side. Love you as a person. You can't stand you as a coach and a general manager. They think you're not doing your job. And that, that being a politician type thing, that runs out at one at some point. Well, and I would add just that just the task you're trying to take on is damn near impossible. There's very, very few people able to be a coach and a general manager. Yeah. There's very, very few people that do that successfully. It's I mean, every time a college coach gets hired to be an NFL head coach, good luck. I, I mean, I, I know that. I know what Jimmy Johnson did when he went from Miami to Dallas, but, like, it's very, very rare. I know what Pete Carroll did when he went from USC to Seattle, but how did Matt Rule do? How did Steve Spurrier do? Yep. How did Bobby Petrino do? How did Nick Saban, for God's sakes, do? Um, See, like I told you, you talk a lot. So this question just came to me and said, Ron is always talking about position flex when it comes to players that he wants to get on this team. Well, you're talking all this injury talk. Where is the position flex helping at? You want good players. <laughs> good players. Uh, Numclown's been on hold a while. What's up, Numclown? Numclown, what's up, brother? Hey, what's going on? That that tweet just stole all the words out of my mouth for real. <laughs> uh, you, you, if you had just cut him off right there, I'd have been good. Now I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, all I, when the law got here, I was – I was all for Ron, but like over the past three years, you know, so I just listened to Bull Dookie that come out of his mouth, and I'm just not with it no more. And like I can't, I, I can't defend him. You know, saying like the other caller said, like he thinks he's stupid. Like, bro, you've been here for three years, and you haven't realized how smart this fan base is when it comes to ball. Like we know ball, but it's a lot of people know ball. Like that's the reason why I get on when we do bleep you. I get on the fans because I expect you no more because you know, saying we know our stuff. You know what I'm saying? So for you to come over here and get in our faces and tell us this stuff, man, I, it's, it's like that part of Pulp Fiction. Like, you know what I'm saying? Does Marcellus Wallace look like a bee? Well, do we look like bees? Then why are you treating us like one? I'm good, y'all. All right, brother. That's, that's a killer line right there, <laughs> numb clown. Anytime you, anytime you can successfully weave Marcellus Wallace into the program, that's a hat tip from me. Okay. I guarantee it. All right. Uh, Pete is in Landover. What up, Pete? What'd you hear today? My call. Hey, look, here's the deal. Scott Turner should have Ron's job. I mean, let's not forget when Scott last year, we, you know, we gave him Taylor Heineke and we knew he didn't have the deep ball. So Scott developed a bunch of nice run plays, little underpasses. He got a quarterback this year. Can't throw the ball again. He's got the same thing going on. How many times this year did we have possession of the ball? Like 40 minutes of the game on offense. I think Scott Turner did a great job. And if he goes, somebody's just going to, just like last time, let a coordinator go, went on, you know, out to California and got the Rams. And 
I'm just saying he's doing a fantastic job. Now we got Sam Howe. We finally got something. Looks like he's got maybe all the skills. The other caller said get a minor train him, get a John Gruden football camp or whatever quarterbacks and work with that young man, but definitely hang on to uh, Scott Turner. You say Thank he, you for the call. You say he's played, he's coached great. Where was the team ranked in scoring and red zone efficiency? 24th in scoring. I can look up. And I think zone. that has a lot to do with that the, the play calling in that. Yeah, he does great from 20 to 20. I need him to get better from 20 in. Listen, man. <laughs> that is not a call I was expecting to get. Um, well, you know, there are family members that call into the show, too, now. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Uh, it, red it zone offense. Like Norv to me a little. I, no, I'm <laughs> that wasn't Norv, I'm but joking. I. You know what? I, I do. I I do feel like some of the Scott. Some of the problems people have with Scott right now is just looking for a pound of flesh, and they're just mad, and they're mad at somebody, and you know they're mad because they don't anywhere. score a lot of points. And and listen to me, dude. Yeah. And 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 when when people in the stands are calling out plays before they happen. That's a problem. You got to believe that the other team know the same damn thing, and we've heard teams say it this year. Um, they are they were twenty fifth in the NFL in scoring in the okay, red zone. Okay, so that by no stretch of the imagination do those two things uh, will ever be defined as great. Um, listen, if you're on the phone, stay there. Garnet Hathaway, Washington Capitals, joining us. I can't wait to talk to Garnet. He. He's scored and been in a fist fight since the last time we talked to him, which are two of my favorite things like that, that Garnet does. Um, and, and, dude, I, because we are so commanders-driven, and that's just how we are, B, and that's what we're always going to be, um, I've tried to point it out a few times. I think Nicholas Backstrom's return is one of the coolest stories in sports, and I'm really excited to ask Garnet about that. Yeah. What's it like seeing that you know, on the ice? After talking to Alan May, I'm even more impressed about his return. Dude, me too. Like when you talk to real hockey people that know their stuff, it, it's it's unbelievable. And we're gonna dig into that. Come back to the phones at one thirty. Do not go anywhere. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.